Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We are welcoming a wonderfully talented lady that is an actor, comedian, writer, writes a blog, has done stage, radio, film, TV. Welcome to the podcast, Susan E. Isaacs. Actors over and over again that I hear from that are starting out, they're wondering, how do I get an agent? Do you have any kind of good agent advice? How did they find Uh, you? you? How did you find your agents? Well, that is, that is the um, $2 million catch 22 question. Um, I got referred by a photographer and I got referred to the photographer by someone else. And I got my first audition because I had worked in view theater at South Coast Repertory and the director there was now doing TV. So they used to have a lot of what we would call casting director workshops where you would pay money, you would go meet a casting director, you would run a scene, they would give you feedback. And that was one way. There's agent showcases where being involved in something where it's an agent showcase. So that's probably one of the best ways to do it. Now, the industry has changed quite a bit. They're not as much interested in just playing actors or like join a theater company and do plays and invite agents. Mm -hmm. But now they're looking for hyphenates. They're looking for someone who is an Issa Rae or, um, um, oh gosh, a master at none, people who do it all. And that, and where that comes a lot is people who are, produce their own YouTube yep. videos, people yep. who have something to say, who have an idea, who are creative and talented more than just a performer. You see a, um, lot, of, you see a lot of actor producers now. Well, um, I think, yeah, actors eventually who work a lot, they, you know, they become producers because they want to find material for themselves and have some control over it because the business has also changed now that it's no longer just you know, three networks, but it's, you know, a million streaming services, et cetera, is that the rights of the actor, the, the rights of the writer have been taken away. Um, and almost everything lies with the production company and more important, the streaming services. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the writers, the conflict has been. Um, finally, William Morris Endeavor it signed it so that they would no longer get packaging fees. This was something where um, agencies would be getting 10% for the, their role as negotiating. And then they would, they would basically bundle, you know, do secret bundles and, and get paid essentially 40% of wow. the, of the fee. Yeah, it was really bad, but anyway, yeah. uh, it's much harder for actors, um, to get agents because they want you to have skills as both a writer and an actor and a director. So one of my one of my students I used to teach at Azusa Pacific University, her final year of college, it was really terrible. Her father died suddenly and she was just kind of a mess. But about a year later, she did a little short video. It got her going. She was very close with some um, one of her best friends in the theater department was one of a twin. And the twin was in the in the in the cinema screenwriting program and the other one was a theater major and they 
decided we're going to make stuff. And eventually um, she wrote a, a different kind of short sort of about her father and, you know, and um, it went on to, to, it went on to be at um, Sundance Ignite, um, which nice. was Sundance Festival's uh, festival for young directors. And it was just, she took an experience. I think the script had five lines of dialogue. Um, I mean, it was really, really terrific. So they formed a company um, when they got their director who did that. Now they're off doing things. So I think for actors, it's you, this was my big problem. It was, I was just waiting for other people to say I was okay. And then jumping in to do what they wanted. I had been a writer and a creator um, in high school. I had been a writer and creator in college. And when I signed on to be an actor, I gave all my power away. And I think it was convenient for me because I was scared to death. I was so terrified of, of taking risks that in a way being an actor was like, oh, this is okay because I'll just do the best job I can, but I don't have to put my money where my mouth is and have something original to say myself. How did you get over so, that? Um, failing, just hitting rock bottom and, re and, and basically, you know, just, you know, realizing much later what I had done. And then when I hit rock bottom and my life fell apart, I finally did a solo show, which then um, I did a solo show called Angry Conversations with God. And that uh, an editor at Hachette Faith Words read a blog piece I had done and said, oh, actually a different blog piece. Well, to back that up, how I dealt with this is I started blogging about what was going on. Um, I needed somewhere to vent um, all the trauma in my life, which was middle-class white girls trauma. I mean, let's be honest. But an editor read a piece that I had written called Rejected by eHarmony, because literally I took the eHarmony test three times and I failed. Um, they told me we can't help you. So she read that and she said, do you have anything else? And I'm like, actually, yes, because I had started to write about my little middle-class white girl trauma and it eventually got published as a book. So that's what I did is I finally, when, you know, as the old adage goes, when all else fails, follow direction. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, I finally just I could no longer not talk about things. So that's what happened. And that becomes, um, and that becomes a wonderful catharsis. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, and when you think about it, it's the classic hero's journey. You know, you set on an odyssey and you're doing it the wrong way and you maybe reach some success. And then God has to reverse that, take everything away, get you to a dark night of the soul where you finally recognize, Oh, I see what I did. Now I have to do the right thing. There you go. I mean, it's really uncanny how much the hero's journey and classic story structure works because it is the story of life, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We have a big dream and we usually go about it the wrong way and, or we go about the right way for the wrong reasons, but you know, every, everybody's on the same journey and um, God's very crafty that way. Really enjoying this conversation with Susan Isaacs, and we'll be back after this message. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International. 
a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. Now back to our conversation with Susan Isaacs. Now, your book came out a few years ago, Angry Conversations mm-hmm. with God, and that really got some some uh, promotion going to it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I we ended up getting voted uh, one of the top religion books of the year by Publishers Weekly, which is a huge feather in the cap. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I ended up going on a tour with Donald Miller. Um, we went on a two and a half month book tour, which was just incredible. It's an incredible experience. Traveled all over the U.S., um, went into Canada. And um, I basically did sort of like a warm up you know, where it was like a 35 minute version of the solo show. Um, And that opened a lot of doors. And I just, I also made some amazing connections with people that I still, you know, people who came to the show that I still talk to. Wow. Um, Yeah, because I mean, I think when you're writing about stuff like this, and and then uh, I would say a couple, a few years later, I went back to the solo show, retold it and made it more of an actual stage play rather than sort of a stand-up act mm-hmm. uh, staged. And, um, and I did a very successful run of that in Los Angeles. And since then I've been asked, I even actually went back to a, a Christian theater company in Calgary and they brought me as a guest artist to do it. So it was, it, it had a really great, um, really amazing things came out of that. Very yeah. Cool. Really enjoying our time talking in this episode with Susan Isaacs. Please join us for the next conversation in the next episode, and you'll find us there. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig.